My name's Austin. My name's Jake. And we're Flixin' Chips. We are, <laughs> we're back. We we had to restart the episode because we're just, we're stupid. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's the way that's, to put it. That's, that's, that's <laughs> uh, sorry, oh we've God. been on a little, we've been a little distant lately. We've been on our, a little uh, semi-hiatus from the show. We've just been having some personal stuff going on with uh, each of us. So we're back and ready to bring you guys more awesome content. Hell yeah, that's what we're here for. And so before we get into all the movie buff stuff, we want to obviously let's take a second to remember the life of Chadwick Boseman, who just passed away from colon cancer. Um, And we all know how influential he was for movies in general, and especially the African-American community. Yes, he played such roles as Jackie Robinson in the movie 42, and then, as a lot of movie fans know him, as Black Panther slash T'Challa in Civil War, Black Panther, Infinity War, and Endgame. Yeah. And it's crazy that he did almost all those movies while he knew his, this diagnosis, while he had cancer. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. That's how you know you have a not only a, a damn good actor, but he is a damn good person. Like, yeah. He didn't let this thing get nope. in the way. He and he kept it delivered quiet. perfect performances to us while he was battling with this, and I find that to be the most impressive. Like he knew he had this thing going on with him. Yeah, he kept quiet about it, and he was a fighter. He filmed so many movies while he was doing this. He filmed all of his MCU movies. Yes, correct, I believe while he, he was did doing all of them. it. I give I give him such credit. And he that did was a amazing. Twenty one bridges that. and the five bloods, all while he had um, while he had cancer. I mean that's incredible. And you know we just wanted to, to just remember. I mean, a lot of, like not to get too political here, but like he really he really opened up the genre genre of movies of comic book movies. Like that Black Panther was the first comic book movie to be nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Yeah. Not because I mean it was a fantastic movie, but it was also just the, the social influence it had, on exactly, the community, yes. on a lot of communities, especially the African American community, gave them someone to look up to as a hero, and gives, gives not just African American kids, gives white kids, Asian kids, every race looked up to Black Panther, just like every race looks up to Iron Man, looks up to Aquaman, doesn't matter who, everyone looked up to him, and I feel like he's, he was just definitely he's going to be missed. It was very, it was very missed. sad. That was one of the. Moments where it's like, where were you when you found out? Um, moments. I remember I was just checking Twitter. I believe it was a little after 1030 at night. And I, ref- I refreshed my feed and said off his official account, we regret to inform you. I'm like, no, there, there's there's no way. And minutes after I called Austin and we we was both could not believe that he passed away. It was so sudden. Yeah, it was. It was it, it really was like eerily similar to like when Kobe died. When you just didn't believe it at first, you know, you were just yeah. like, no, you're in shock. You're like, no, there's, there's no way. He was, he was young. He was, he was like, yeah, he was gone way 43 years soon. old and he died. And if you remember <laughs> when he did that live stream and he was very frail and skinny, yeah. and people were asking if he was sick and, and were a little concerned about him, but some people were just writing it off saying it was for a role. Yeah. I mean, and then other people who were, they were a little, did, uh, messed up, like they were making fun of him. Yeah, I mean, this is like it should That's teach people up. not to judge a book by its cover. Like, there's deeper things going on, obviously, like that we don't know about. Mm. And he kept it he, through the whole thing. He kept it personal. He didn't let anybody know. I mean, He's gonna nothing stop him. Nothing stopped. He didn't want to be looked at differently. Dedication. He wanted to be looked at just like how he was, which is just a, a superhero in the movies and real life. That is superhero move, not telling anybody. Yeah. So you know, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Um, and he gave us a lot of good movies, a lot of good memories. He did, yeah. He's a great person. Um, but obviously that does bring us to the elephant in the room. It's been a few days since the passing, so we wanted to wait a couple of days not to, um, rush talking about, because obviously we all know, like on the flip side of this, that it's got a movie impact, but it didn't feel right talking about it. Yeah, we didn't. When, when he initially passed away, you wanted to give some time. Yeah, of course. We could have filmed an episode on those days, but like I said, we're not doing it for like media attention or views. We went into like Because Fox kinda... Fox listens to us and NBC and CNN listens to us and they want to make sure We just wanted to let it like settle. Like we didn't want to immediately jump the horse and start speaking about it. We wanted to have yeah. some time to let it just to respect his, him settle and his and family settle. And yeah. 
So it's been about four or five days since he passed. I'm not exactly sure. Three or four days? I believe four or five days. Yeah. So we decided that we will talk a little bit about how the movie impact movies are impacted by this awful event. So obviously what first comes to mind is Black Panther because he signed a five-film deal with Marvel, he did, and he yeah. was only able to complete four of those films, which was started with Civil War, and then it went into Black Panther, Infinity War, and Endgame. So his fifth film was going to be uh, Black Panther 2, which was announced for, I think it was February 2022, if I'm not mistaken. I believe maybe so, yeah. March, it was going to be a part of March Phase 5. Yes, and it was, or phase, yeah, I think it's Phase 4, actually. Oh, I'm not sure about that. No, no you might be right. But yeah, so he was going to do Black Panther 2, and then I'm sure he was going to re-up on his deal. But that begs the question, what is Marvel going to do? Honestly, out of respect for him, I don't see anybody else as Black Panther. I know that the internet is saying that they should somehow get Killmonger back alive That's because he's I good want, now. Yeah. They, can bring, they can bring him as Black Panther. I think that he lived as Black Panther and he should die. So I don't see anybody else... As Black Panther, and I also would find it. I feel like it would be so disrespectful towards him, his legacy. If they just it depends how him. they were to do it, though. Like, like you were saying with Killmonger, because like obviously, I, I, I don't know if Michael B. Jordan would even agree to do that because, like, because they're they were close. I feel like he would deny it. Even the director, I don't know. I saw his official statement, but. Obviously, this is not time to speak about Black Panther 2. That's not his main concern right now. No, it's not. I don't believe we'll get one, and I'm okay with that. I mean, obviously, we really like the first Black Panther, but I just think for out of respect to him, whenever they want to mention him in a movie, they have like extremely nice memorial for him. He probably gets his own statue in Wakanda, but I feel like they should not replace him because I feel like it's just too messed up. That's his legacy, and you don't want to – not really ruin his legacy by getting him replaced, but, you know, the legacy, you only see it as one person, and it should just stay that way. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, Like, I know, like, like me and you were talking about how a lot of people, including us, were, were kind of keen on the idea of, of Shuri stepping into that. Oh, that into would be the cool, mantle. but I don't think that they would do it. I think that... So you think that Black Panther, the character, is done in the MCU? I think that they're going to have to rework some stuff. They're going to address it, but I don't see him being replaced. I can see Shuri joining the Avengers and helping out for technology as her own unique hero. Wow. Like, wow. I don't think wow. she's going to become the next Black Panther. She's going to become her own hero. And I think they're going to... Well, in the comics, Shuri does become Black Panther. That's why there's, yeah. there's a precedent for it. That's why it's talked about right now. But I, I do feel that the character Black Panther will be no more. He will not be replaced. And they're going to have other heroes from Wakanda who look up to Black Panther. And that's how they're going to address it in the films. Kind of leaving his legacy as is. Well, I I could see what you're talking about just as trying to be respectful to, to Chadwick Boseman. But in this, that wouldn't make sense story-wise because well, it depends. when Was... his father died in the, in the movies, T'Challa took over. True, so, yeah. Hypothetically, like, sounds awful, but when Chadwick Boseman died, like, T'Challa dies with him, so the next in line would take over. Wouldn't that be Shuri? I mean, that yeah. makes sense to me. Now, I'm not sure if they even written a script for it. I know they announced it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they've had thoughts, but now they're going to have to totally, <clears throat> totally rework that. I don't even know if they're, they're going to do it, like I said, because... Well, it's too big, and it, it's got to be done. I think Marvel knows, like, this has to be done out of respect for him, he would want this movie to be made. Yeah, I agree. I don't feel like it's going to come out when they say it. I feel like that's definitely that going to be delayed. That I agree with. It'll, it totally agree with that. And delayed. honestly, what I hope they do is, as you're for Captain Marvel, the beginning of, like, with the MCU logo, they had all Stan Lee as, like, a memorial for Stan Lee. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I really hope for either in the next... I don't think they'll do it for Black Widow because that's already done and filmed and already edited. But I feel like with the next MCU movie or Black Panther 2, I feel like when I open up the movie, it should just be like, just like the images of Chadwick, you know? Yeah, I, I think you're right. That would be like a nice sign of respect. It man. would be. But I I, see, I, did, I think that Shuri is our best bet as being the next Black Panther. But also people are saying M'Baku, but I don't think he's that big, of a, big enough character to step yeah. into that. And it also depends on... 
Now, Killmonger would make sense, but he did die, right? Am I wrong? I think he died in Black Panther. He did Panther. die, yeah. yeah. So I don't know how that was going to work. Now, I don't really want to get so deep into this theory because that's not the main topic right now because, you know, our main focus is Chadwick right now. But also, the internet's theory about the Infinity Stones, I don't see that work. Yeah. I feel like they're done with that. So I don't, even the actors, like I said, if they bring back the Time Stone... That means that they're going to totally kill all the other movies. Like, oh, he died? Go grab the time zone again. Like, yeah. no, it's and done. I, like I said, I don't feel that, you know, the actors, they don't have to agree to everything. So if the studio came up to them and said, oh, you know, we want you to do this, they either might do it out of a sign of respect, say, sure, I'll take on his – I don't think they're going to take on his legacy. It's going to be their own legacy. But they could also say no. Like, if they – those actors could say, you know, I don't want to take over this role – that was yeah. Chadwick's role. Similar, I'm going to stay my own character. Similar to Guardians 3, when uh, Taika was approached by Marvel to direct Guardians 3, and he's he like, said no, out of no, respect for his friend. For James, James Gunn. Gunn, exactly. I mean, but this is a totally different situation. This though. is completely, you know, like, totally he, different. He literally yeah. physically can't be the role, so I feel like if they if they don't do it, it's out of like respect <clears throat> for him. It's not like like corporate, like with Taika. Yeah, and I'm going to lie, I would lose a little bit of respect if if Marvel like completely CGI'd him to the movie. No, they're not going to do that. I would lose respect for oh, Marvel. Oh, Marvel would get killed. No, that is... we, no one wants to see that. No. no, you can't do that. There's only this is not a Paul away. Walker. This is not a Paul Walker situation where half the movie's filmed. Like this, this is you not can't. even filmed yet. No, no, that'd be a terrible decision. I don't think Feige would even think about <clears> doing that. They, I think they would definitely do like something like you were saying, like a monument, and be like, like they would definitely recognize like a fallen hero or something in the movie. But there's no way they would CG him in. Mm-mm, that'd be terrible. Um, but we are going to get Chadwick to reprise his role one last time in the What If series for Disney+. Plus. Yes, I believe in the What If series, it was like, what if he was Star-Lord, correct? Yeah, something like, he is Star-Lord. I don't really know. That's pretty cool. And then He's I, already voiced. He already recorded he his already voice. Recorded, over. Yeah. And I was going to say... I don't remember the title. Just went away from my head. But I believe he also has one more film coming out as well. Oh, does he? I didn't. Know I read that. somewhere. It could be wrong, but I believe he does have one more film coming out, and so he would have two final media appearances because everything's already filmed. Yeah, but all I know is you. Like I said, you can't replace him. There's that was the one and only Black Panther. Yeah, and so unfortunate. Like I said, that we lost him at such this time loss. too. Such a loss. Yeah. It's a terrible 2020, like 2020 couldn't get worse, right? Like you lose. Uh, I, I would knock on wood for that, man, because we still have a few months left. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like LeBron James said, I hate to bring LeBron into this, but you know, like we lost the Black Mamba and we lost the Black Panther. I mean, it's been a really, really rough year, a rough year just for everybody. And it just, it hits everyone, it hits everyone home. It's like these people, like we, we feel like we know them. Yeah. I was, I was going to mention that even though that's what I think about, like how media is amazing. We don't know this person, but just seeing their on-screen performances and interviews, we feel like we do know these. We do know these people because we see how they act yeah. on screen, how they act off-screen. We see how they are as humans, and it kind of makes us relate to them, not relate to them, and it's kind of like we know them. I mean, we really don't. Black Panther was like legitimately beloved. Like in in the the show times I've gone to for Infinity War, like he was the loudest reaction when he got dusted. Like Spider Man, yeah, people were he, sad, but when he got s- dusted, people were like. Shocked, they were like that mad. Was, that was before Spider Man, that was just so sudden because he just had oh his my big god, movie. yeah, he was like the biggest hero on the planet at that point, and he got dusted, and everyone was up. And I love the reactions to when he came back in Endgame, yeah, his first some one of the, the loudest portal. reactions in that movie, and that movie had a lot of loud reactions. Oh, yeah, totally, I agree with that. Yeah, so uh, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, yeah, we appreciate everything he's done for the, the film community and and just. And the community in general, just for everyone, he was really awesome to have on screen. Well, now to move on to a uh, slightly lighter note, we have some audio we're gonna play, and you wanna you wanna let them know what's happening. Sure. So we pretty much drove out of state to go see a double feature. Uh-huh. We saw the New Mutants at four p.m. and then we saw a Tenant at six forty-five p.m. We planned everything out. We could see both without missing anything. We didn't miss anything. We pretty much got there right on time. We had a bunch of time to kill. So what I did was 
I recorded Austin, I, and Alexa's reactions before the movie, how both movies, like, going in, what we think, and then we recorded our after-reaction for the New Mutants, and then we are going to do it for Tenant, but then we're like, we could spend about an hour talking <laughs> about this movie. It's too complicated. We'll save it for the show. <laughs> we're going to save it for the show, yeah. So we did just quick quick pre-reaction and then a quick post-reaction. Yeah, you're going to hear both of reactions back-to-back. You're going to hear the pre-reaction and then the after-reaction, and then we're going to come back and we're going to start talking about Tenant. My name's Austin. My name's Jake. I'm Alexa. And we're Flicks and Chips. So we have driven an, over an hour out of our way to go to a movie theater for the first time in six months. Just to find out that halfway through the trip that our theaters will be opening up this Friday. Yeah, that kind of sucks. But we are here in the parking lot about to walk in. And we are here to see a double feature of New Mutants and Tenet. Yes. So we're going to give our pre, like what we think is going to happen beforehand and what we're expecting here. And then our post reaction. All right. Yeah. So, also, I think you should start off with how do you think the New Mutants is going to turn out? Well, from things I've heard, I I think this is going to be a solid movie. I think it's going to be a lot of cool action, a lot of cool story elements, but probably some weak characters, just what I've read. Mm. But I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to it. Ever since the first time I saw the trailer on a big screen was actually when I saw a Quiet Place, and it looked really really interesting to me. This movie. So, finally, after all the delays and pushbacks and reshoots, I can finally say um, I'm glad I'm seeing it. I think I'm going to end up liking it. I did hear a lot about not a lot of strong character development, but I think there's going to be some enjoyable things in this movie. And I don't think it's going to be terrible. I think it's just going to be a solid movie, but hopefully better than Dark Phoenix, though. I mean, I think it can't be worse. What do you think, Alexa? Um, which one is the scariest That's one? That's the new one. Oh, um, I'm excited. All right, she's not. She's not the movie buff. She's more here just to just to be here. But you know what? It's been six months. I think I'm more excited about the popcorn than the movie. So, <laughs> and then we got the second movie, Tenet, and that I'm pumped for. I, oh, that, I can't that, wait that for I'm pumped for. Yeah, that I cannot wait for. I, I don't know so if we're gonna be able to uh, keep track it. of it, but I cannot wait to watch it. I have high hopes for this And movie. if worst comes to worst, we can just re-see it at our local theaters, too. On Friday. We don't have to drive over an hour to go to a But yes. it was worth the trip, because we're well, seeing we'll a movie see. before the folks back home are. So. Yes. All right, so we will get back to you guys with our post-reaction. But until then, this is Flicks and Chips, you know? Just contribute to the cause. Patreon, Anchor, whatever you want. Yes, please do contribute. We can continue, <laughs> continue to afford to see movies. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we just got out of the movie theater from New Mutants, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty fun, good action, action horror kind of adventure. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I expected myself to like it, but I didn't expect myself to like it this much, just considering the reviews. And I've read things where people are saying it's worse than dark phoenix which i did not like dark phoenix but i'm very glad that the outcome of this movie was very well as austin said i really liked the action i really liked the horror elements to it the way they connected the x-men to it it was it was all right that connection but either than that not as bad as everybody was saying it was and i was glad we saw this yeah the x-men connection is not important now because of the whole fox thing but yeah but yeah the movie was fun definitely a fun fun time at the movies and uh, totally recommend it. And now we're just waiting about half an hour till we go in for Tenet. So we'll let you guys know what we think about that when that's coming out. All right, we're back. And finally, let's go talk about Tenet. Not just Tenet. Early access Tenet. <laughs> early access Tenet. I know y'all are jealous, you little bastards, that you didn't get to see early access. But we had to drive. All right, we had to drive over and an hour for this crap. We did. Over an hour and a half to see this movie, this this event. <laughs> that's a, that's a way to put Tenet. Let me let me just say something. So you have two of the most confusing movie concepts of all time. Time, anything with time travel or just time in general is always a confusing topic. And then you have Christopher Nolan. I don't know what this man took before he made this movie, but we were both just blown away. We were we really liked it. We previously said before our Top movie of 2020 was a gentleman because that was 
in January. We saw that in the theaters, but yeah. Tenant blew our expectations. Yeah. We had no clue what was going on. We have it half and half figured out. We were joking on the car ride home. It's going to take three times to watch it normally and one time to watch it in reverse. So just for just to say, before we get into this, this is going to be very heavy spoiler review. Oh, yeah, we, we should, <laughs> we <laughs> we should probably say that in advance. Because this is still – it didn't technically come out yet. No, but the embargo's up, so we're, we're good. We're good to go. Because they said select theaters. Some people have seen it. Yeah, a lot of people have seen it already. Yeah. Listen, we're, we're spoiling it, all right? Come come get us, Warner Brothers, all right? And sponsor come get us, us while Chris you're at Nolan. it. Yeah, come get us too, Chris <laughs> Nolan. Maybe Chris Nolan, come to us. Sit down to us. We can have a Let's, beer, a coffee. Explain this movie to listen, us, we gave, please. We gave Tarantino an idea for his multiverse. We'll give you an idea too, God damn it. So don't make us do it. All right, but all right. So Tenet, I'm not going to lie to you. For the first, probably the first hour, I was pretty underwhelmed. Like not underwhelmed with the movie, underwhelmed with like because people were saying it was so confusing. I'm like, I, I kind of see. I know. What's yeah, the first right hour, now. I knew what was going on. Yeah, uh, except for the first like. I guess the first five minutes, I figured yes. out what was going on. I don't but know why that was there. Was <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, all right, just some, I guess they're like an elite squad or some shit. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then when I got to the whole part, I'm like, oh, we need to steal this. We need to do that. It was kind of flowed perfectly for the first hour because there really wasn't that much reverse time. This is the way to put it, right? Yeah. What do they call it? Um. Not, oh, my God. That's a oh, name God. for it. We, uh, we're gonna we're gonna research this, but we're gonna go research this. Yeah, but this this movie, with tea, I think. Yeah, I'll look it up. Oh, God, but yeah, the first hour it was kind of like from point A to point B. They're like, "This is what we need to do. This is why you're here." We're like, okay, okay, all right, okay. What the fuck? I don't know what's going on. Inversion, inversion. It was inversion. Okay, Chris Nolan, please slow down. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> Ooh, those visuals are nice though. No one, slow down. <laughs> You have to relax. You have to relax. Yeah. So it it starts out with like you were saying with the opera house and 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 everything and and we're looking at this this squad looks like they're working with the Russians or something and and they're they're they know something's about to happen and they have these patches right and they have like four different patches. they have fake police badges yes because they didn't know get who into was the building show up. I think they wanted to show up they knew the cops were gonna show up but I feel like. They were supposed to like complete the mission, and they knew they were gonna have to deal with cops. That's why they put those things on. Everybody in the room got gassed out. Literally, yeah, everyone they got were, gassed they out. Gassed out. They they go in. Him and his squad. They I guess they're getting rid of the bombs, and then they're trying to find this. Uh, yeah, because the bad guys this, planted the bombs. Yeah, and then they have to find this one guy in like a suite. Remember, and and remember they had that code words like. The, it's the dusk is it was twilight a, or some crap yeah, like that. It was like a sentence that they had to remember, and that was pretty yeah, much like the which was pretty cool. Word. That was pretty cool. I like that stuff, like the spy stuff. I always, I always like those concepts. But so they, they get in there. They see, they find the guy they're looking for, and and he said it's in. It, he said, "Oh, what are you looking for is in my jacket pocket." And they go. They and uh, um, Dave John David Washington, Denzel Washington's kid, his performance who was. Is, Awesome. Amazing! It was in this phenomenal movie. that movie. Um, he goes and finds the jacket and goes inside, and we see this this metal obscure looking box cube thing. I mean, that's yeah. the best way to put it. <laughs> An obscure box is obscure the best box, way to put it. and he takes it out. And there, and we're we're confused. We're like, is that a bomb? Like, are we, <laughs> what is this? It, it, this is like fifteen minutes, not even fifteen minutes in. We're already like, yeah, fuck, no one got us. Yeah, no, no one got us. Good, but. He gets the box, they take it, and then he gets captured. The Russians betray him or something. Yeah, like he was that. he was working with the Russians, yeah, right? Yeah. And then because he was he's highly man. trained. Yes. He's being they're at like a train thing. The Russians pretty much wanted him to get the box. Him and his partner, who are like the two lawn survivors, they're being tortured and they both have on their suit like these suicide pills. So yes, that's what it. I would call them, yeah. So while Denzel's kid is being tortured. His name just went away from my head. That's why John David. Washington. John David. Thank you. I don't know why I went away so quick. Anyway, he's being tortured, but his partner is taking out the pill because his partner knows there's no way out of that. Mm-hmm. So he takes the suicide pill, and he wakes up. Yes, he on wakes his boat up because I guess it wasn't a suicide pill. It was like well. A, at first, I thought out. it was because the guy in the boat said, "Welcome to the afterlife." I guess then he was being an asshole, saying like, "Oh yeah, no, you can't." Kill well, the yourself. world thought he was dead. The world thought he was dead. Oh, I yeah. thought he was just like, oh yeah, that was a test to see what you would do in that situation. Like I knew everything was 
real up yeah, to that no. point, but I was just seeing like if they're like placebos to see if he would actually kill himself to like well, no, save what, the world. From what I took from that, like that was legit. Like they were legitimately torturing him. Oh yeah, no, no, and, I know they were legitimately torturing him, but he I got, thought that the suicide pills were well. He thought it was a real suicide pill, and but he was saying how a lot of people will just give up information, but he decided to kill himself rather than give the information yeah to that's the why i thought it was kind of like a like a kingsman thing uh, it was kind of like not like a test test or like um you know the kingsman like with yeah the with dog. the train and the dog and... i thought it was like a test to where we want to see if you would actually take the pills to like conceal the information i thought the pills would like would knock him out make him presume dead and then like somebody because obviously it's a chris nolan move this i thought that they would like track him down once they're knocked out and kind of quote unquote bring him back to life, you know, put some medicine in him saying, All right, you know, good, you didn't give any important information away. But anyway, yeah. He's on the boat and we learn that this guy tells him he's gonna give him yeah. a word tenant. Tenant, yep. He's just gonna open good doors and open bad doors. Like that's interesting. And he's gotta he's gotta like kind of fold his hands when he says it, and that's like the the way people will know, like, oh, like this guy knows. Like he he knows what the fuck he's talking about. So, long story short, he, he goes, he sees the girl first, right? The the doctor first, right? Um, With a lab coat. And he learns, yes, because yes, he learned about the inversion. He from learns that about woman. inversion, and she was pretty much saying that. I'm still a little lost on. We, we're just going based <laughs> off, like, the words and images we saw. Listen, she mentions World <laughs> War Three, like, that. I think the whole thing was, like, they have to prevent World War Three from going on. And Well, he was trying to, end, the whole thing was about, he was going to end the world. But, yeah. But I'm still, see if you can clarify this for me. So, I remember when she was saying, like, put your hand over the bullet, one of these moving backwards, one of these moving forward. So, he put his hand over one, and it didn't move. He put the other one, and it moved. And it's like, okay. And she's like, yeah, we got these from people from the future. It's like, how, how, that the, makes how sense. the hell did you get that from people? Who gave that to you? Well, I'm, I'm looking. Like, how, how did they realize this was inverted? And and how do you know, like, the difference? Like, I, I, you have to put your hand over it or something? But it's like, how does this all come to be? There's no really scientific explanation. There's like, oh yeah, there's these series of boxes and and they let you go back in time or something. I don't really know. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. And so he learns about inversion from her and then he meets Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, yep. Who also was great in the movie. Oh yeah, 100%. And added a lot of confidence for Batman. Well, all I kept thinking about was that's Batman. That's a yeah, good Batman, right you, there. <laughs> there was a scene where he was fighting. He's like, Lawson goes to he whispers to me, "Jake, you should think I was batarang." I just whisper, "I am vengeance." <laughs> we still can't get over that scene. It's been over a week. <laughs> yeah, that. that but anyway, was awesome. <laughs> they find out. Oh, I forgot what it's like. This really highly powered man. In yeah, I don't even remember what city it was. It was some. It wasn't some in the city. United States, right? It was like some in, foreign country. Yeah, I believe and. I forget. I forget. It's just, well, they had this really cool bungee jump scene where they bungee yeah. jumped all the way up to their hotel room. They took out all the their guards. House, their building. Yeah, took out the guards. And then they were talking to the guy because he was the supplier. That's what he was. Right? They said that this guy was the supplier. He was the supplier of the enemy, yeah. And then apparently he wasn't. It was the wife who was the mastermind. And so I'm drawing a blank on her character's name, but she was like the older woman. And they they would talk to her and she – and he said tenant. And so they were, or she said tenant to him. So they were both on the same page. Like, okay, we both know what's happening here. And they're talking about, about what's happening. And, and that this guy, uh, Kenneth Branagh's character is trying to end the world and, and how they can like kind of work together to like stop it pretty much. I believe yeah. is, is there, was their main conversation. And it seemed to be like, like uh, John David Washington was kind of working for her in a sense. He was. He was helping her out but yes. until oh, – we'll get into that towards yeah. the end of our thing. Because remember, this is a two-and-a-half-hour movie. <clears throat> so after this, we, we, meet, we meet Kenneth Branagh's wife. We meet her, and, and John David Washington needs to get close to her. Right? Yes. He, he had to get close to her to, to get close to the husband. I believe the way he gets close to her is – well, first, you forgot about Michael Caine. You're right. I, I forgot he was even in that. He was not in that much. It was very brief. He's so very brief. That we're at this point, we're starting to lose track of life. We're like, we have like, all right, we need to really, really start focusing of what it looked like. He, yeah, we took five Adderall before the movie. No, I'm you kidding. took five. I took six. <laughs> right, but anyway, 
I uh, when he's talking to the woman, we forget her name. Very sorry. Listen, she mentions it was there was so anything. much going on in that movie. <laughs> can't play. She watch mentions it. Michael Caine. He's a sir something, and I forget what he said, but he pretty much said some random shit. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, what did he say? Oh, he, oh, he had he, he had, had the painting. painting. Yeah, you know, was that painting. a real? That was the real painting or that fake was the painting? Fake, a very good fake. Right, <clears throat> it was a very good fake because the husband had all those faults, right? Yeah, and no, the husband had a painting that the wife, the wife was close with a a painting like like faker or forget yeah, the name because that's how he met the girl. He met her through Michael Caine. No, yeah, but I'm saying like the wife knew was really close to the guy who who made fake versions of famous paintings, and the the husband who's the bad guy, uh, uh, Kenneth Branagh's character bought that painting knowing it was fake just so he can hold it over her head. So if she ever tried to leave him. He could just she can like blackmail. Yeah. He can, he can blackmail her. She is pretty much selling like illegal paintings. Exactly. So, so that's why Michael King gives him the fake painting. So he brings it to her and like her gallery, I guess you would call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So then the she would know, like he knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah, pretty much. And then they meet for dinner. <clears throat> they do. And it looks like she's going to kind of be on his side. And then it looks like Kenneth Branagh's goons come in because I guess she told them, I believe, is what he's like. Yeah, oh, you told them we were coming here or something. I figured too, the dinner looked very good. The dinner did look very. Good. It did look pretty good. Yeah, that movie had a lot of good food. Oh, it did. Yeah, I mean Michael Caine had <laughs> some steak. Mm, that was looking mm. good. Um, but so <laughs> they they go to dinner and these guys are like gonna beat her, beat him up. And so she Kenneth thinks Branagh's wife die. goes to the car and she's like, okay, let's leave now. And the, the driver's like, no, he wants you to see. What happens when you fuck with him, pretty much? Like, this guy's a real ass. And he bad. Holy shit. He almost got his hand smashed by, like, a meat club. Oh, yeah. The like meat a mallet. mallet. Yeah. He fucking was fucking shit up in the kitchen, Yeah, he dude. fucked them all up. John David. And then he, like, he walks out of the back. <laughs> and he like, straightens his suit. suit. <laughs> and she sees it. He's like, oh, I guess it's not. I forget what she said. Something snarky to the driver. She's like, damn. Yeah, pretty much damn. And he leaves. God, then what? Okay, then. The, then we have the whole gallery scene on the no, the there's airport? like a little thing you're leaving now, kind of like. What are we leaving now? Um, she like picks up her kid from school and you learn that like the cheek is like no longer. Oh yeah, she like, can't really see the child. He well, okay, Kenneth Branagh is like it's a fine. real asshole. He's a real asshole, and so he wants to keep the kid away from the wife because he knows the kid's the only thing that really that she loves, and he's just a, a dickhead like that. And she explains to him when because she knows that she's being followed. She pretty much explains, oh yeah, the last time I was on the yacht, this all makes sense towards the end. Oh yeah. It's like she you saw a woman got taken away, yeah. and you saw a woman dive off the boat. Yes, and she was jealous, envious <clears throat> of her because of her freedom. She said that she that woman could do anything while she was pretty much on a leash. Yes, because of her husband. Yeah, that's a light way to put it. And then we get to the. It's called Freeport, right? Not an airport. Freeport. <clears throat> it's a Freeport, which is in an airport. Is, it's on an airport. <laughs> It's not in the actual airport. It's like on like the airstrip. As like, like like the whole cost of the movie wasn't confusing enough. Now we kind of throw in a now it's port. Yeah. What the hell is a free port? So Rob Pattinson walks in and he's gonna pretend that he is. He knows that he they have to get into the free port. Why do they even have to get to the gallery again? Do you, they have to get to the gallery to because he was he was pretending to be like a a, a painting? Yeah, like? he was pretending to be a painting like enthusiast. Like he was interested in buying one of like the vaults, but like why needed, was he, he going though? What was the whole there. point of like crashing the? Oh, I think it was to get rid of the wife's painting because that would free her from the husband or something. Oh, they wanted to get rid was of that. All what the... it was? Was yeah. it that they wanted to get rid of? See, we don't even know what's going on. We have to like we're talking about it right now. Listen, this was was it that they wanted to crash it in there because the wife, you know, to get to gain the wife's trust. I guess they wanted to they destroy. Because remember those faults, they had like the the fireproof thing that like the oxygen would like it would suck the oxygen out of the room, so like they would, yes. the fire would. Which is a pretty cool concept. When it's pretty cool. The, I really hope that's real. That's awesome. Unless it's in your house, that would kind of suck if you're, like, taking a shit. And yeah. then you're like, oh, fuck the house on fire. Oh, fuck, so, I'm dead. So, we're not going to lie. We're not entirely sure why they were in the painting I room. I honestly think that they wanted to... Remember, he was pretending to be, like, interested in purchasing one of these free ports. I believe it was yes. her free port. That's what and I'm And then, it's kind of like, she owns everything in there. He would buy it, and then he would, like, distribute the paintings, kind of. Yes. But I think the whole reason I don't know why he wanted either way they wanted to do it because I or this is my speculation where I took in to kind of get in the wife's side they're gonna destroy the evidence because at this point she doesn't care about the money she just wants her kid and she wants a good life and if she divorced the husband uh, he she would get a good amount of money 
Well, yeah. <clears throat> so I think at that point, so, he was just trying to investigate. So, yeah, he's they're in the airport. They're, the alarms go off or whatever. They're, they're unlocking all these doors for something. And, and then they get to a part where you see, like, some glass with bullet holes in it, right? Is that where we're um, you're, right now? You kind of missed... I, I miss a lot of this. I don't so know you have Robert Pattinson walking through, and this is where the I guess I like the presenter. He's or the guy showing off the place. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, these rooms, these are all real paintings. And Robert Pattinson's being very smart, but a little suspicious. Like, oh, if there's ever a fire in here, what would happen or anything like oh, that? Oh well, yeah, but I thought we passed that part though. That's why we're just no. saying. That's what oh, we're, we're talking about the... like what he was doing in there, but we didn't get to the part where you said the he... plane crashed. So I thought we were going from there. Oh no, no, I just referred to it because oh. I didn't really because okay. there's too many. I have to refer to that because I don't know what the thing was called. I don't know what that was called. Either. Yeah. Anyway, so after that, Does Christopher Nolan even know what it's called. Christopher Nolan probably <laughs> like has like an entire two notebooks written out of every single thing that happened. If your cast is confused when filming, you know you did a good job. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess he did a good job. <clears throat> but anyway, they kind of recruit this team. I guess a team you can call it, right? Yeah. And the whole point would be to... So, Pattinson would go in there, and they would pretend like they're interested. Because he said he's going to get his business partner. They're going to go in, and they're going to act like they're interested. So, the guy, while the guy is showing them around, these two other guys, they pretend that they're like... The lug, the guy who's like who throws like the luggage on the plane or whatever, yeah, in the yellow jacket, and they pretty much crash a plane into the vault. Now, the oxygen runs out into the room, and they have to quickly open the doors because their whole point is if they disarm that thing, the fire could spread. And fun fact, he actually crashed a real plane. Yeah. Imagine having to do that in like four takes, how many planes and free ports you had to crash. You just called Delta. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Nolan needs a plane. <laughs> God damn it, Chris. But after that, um, there's a sh- it was one of the bad guys' planes, I think. Yeah, like, I don't think we need to get there. to every detail. We're just kind of like oh, generally. Okay. Yeah, so they pretty much they crash a plane, they escape. They get to this room. There's all these bolt, ho- bolt holes. Yeah. And they're to this explain. This gets real interesting. Something has happened here, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you see these two mysterious men in these suits, mm-hmm. and they're inverted? Yes, or... yes, they are. And I was actually thinking to myself at this point in the movie, I didn't want to say anything to Austin because he, he would have called me a jackass probably because this is the friendship we have. It's mm. just making fun of each other. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was oddly specific. I, I'm not trying to say I outsmart Chris Nolan. There's no way because <laughs> he would fucking like fuck my shit up. I I don't know if he did this on purpose or whatnot, but I kind of figured it out. So, Rob Pattinson said, do not kill that guy, whatever you do. And then he was inverted, and then he went flying out of the room. Yes, yeah, so real quick, like, Denzel's having this crazy, which was, I'm sorry, that was an awesome action sequence when Denzel was fighting this Cause inverted that guy. Because he actually had a fight, yeah. like, in, like, reverse. Yes. Like, no one didn't, he did it in... Yeah, he it? shot it backwards. He didn't do two takes. He shot it backwards. He shot it backwards, yeah. Which is crazy. And should we get to what my speculation was, or should we wait for that part? Uh, You could just say it when we get to the, that part, <clears> then you can say what you were thinking. Okay. So but then, yeah, like you were saying, the guy runs runs in past Pattinson. And then he just gets like sucked into like... Well, Pattinson ripped off his helmet, remember? That guy Pattinson, who ran past him. And, then he and you didn't running. see who it was. No, you just know Pattinson threw him into a hallway, and he ran. And as Denzel is fighting the mysterious guy in the black outfit, everything's still inverted, so he pretty much gets like sucked up. Yeah, like and the he gets like tossed under like this this little door kind yeah, of thing. It's yeah, like, like you look at the engine that turned on and kind of sucked <clears throat> him out of the room. Yeah. And then they're both mind fucked. The whole theater was mind fucked. Oh yeah. I don't know who wasn't mind fucked. Christopher Nolan, that's who. Chris Nolan what if Chris Nolan's mind fucked? What if he just like had no clues going on? <clears throat> anyway, I'm trying to I'm trying to blank what happened from there. Um, after that, they go back. Oh, was, no oh holy shit! He sees. We see the wife. <clears throat> it's like bits and pieces now. Oh, you God, see the wife again. Crazy. Okay. Um. Okay. After oh that, wait, we have the not long after that was the highway scene, right? Or no? I feel like that was that was long, further, wasn't it? Further. That was further on. Yeah, it was much further on because we haven't even, we haven't even met Kenneth Branagh at that point, right? <clears throat> Yeah, and All I right, think... we don't have to do step by step. So, like somewhere after this, there's a lot of fluff in here. We we're not going to do step by step. You guys are going to turn this off. Probably have turned this off by now because we're getting too specific. But there's you know the cra- this crazy highway scene Jake was alluding to. 
where that was just all sorts of nuts. <laughs> Especially towards the end. Oh, God. But, like, like some that. people are inverse. Some people are not inverse. <laughs> the woman's tied up. They need to get the device if they don't throw the device. And even before that, we're forgetting. Remember, I'm going to need, like, a fire truck, a yeah. van, police car. Yes. They're stealing, like, the device. And then bad guy knows and like and he's like no 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 i'm gonna you're gonna fucking regret that <laughs> wife's <laughs> tied up that's going inverse he's going like 60 miles per hour knowing chris nolan there was probably some stunt driver going 60 miles probably. reverse probably that's and really another weird mysterious car that pops up in the middle but we'll get to that later because that appears again yeah so there's this inverted car that like crashes there's in two an- inverted cars technically because the bad guy's going inverted and then there's yeah. that inverted and they car. drive backwards i mean i guess that makes sense <clears throat> that they're inverted, they gotta drive backwards, but... The bad guy escapes, the wife's left to die in the car. Yes. And then... Oh, God, then what? Then he It's like to... a trap, and then the wife gets, like, caught. Yeah. And they're both going back and forth between, like, the inversion device, and, like, he she gets shot in the stomach, and then she is... At this point, she's just trying to rush to the end. Yeah, well, let's just... Yeah, let's go to the part where, where they're in that room with the glass, and it's, like, half of it's inverted, and the other half's not inverted, remember? Yeah, so you shot. hear everything going in inverse and then pretty much after that um she's really injured this special like squad team comes in who pattinson knew about denzel didn't know about it they're pretty much like she's gonna die within three hours so mm-hmm. then denzel goes back in time everything's inverted so like when he's running the wind will be going against him and when he's dry it's yeah he had to go, be a bitch, he had to go back like. in time to save the wife of kenneth Branagh, correct yes so he went back in time and then he turned out to be in that car. That car that flipped that we had no clues going that on. That was inverted initially. Yeah. Which you know, I, I found it cool that you were saying that you have to breathe. They have to bring air tanks because if they breathe the other air, it like messes with their lungs or something. But remember, kind of. He was also inverted. He was also in that yeah, timeline because so he, had... he was trying mm-hmm. to get the device earlier, I guess. Yeah. So there was two inverted people in that time. Yeah, because <laughs> people who haven't seen the movie don't know what the. Fuck. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it was you're like, thinking right now. So, he, originally in that scene, he was trying to get the device. Denzel had to hand it off to him. and he Denzel? Knew that, he just called him Denzel. And he knew that. Oh, fuck. John David Washington. John David. Just call him Denzel's kid if you're going to call Denzel's him Denzel. kid. <laughs> My bad, yeah. But after that, <laughs> him and bad guy are fucking in reverse. See, it's so confusing. I'm, I'm, I don't even know right, who so the fuck in the movie. So at the end of the movie, there's two, there was two tasks, two teams with two different tasks. This concept was cool. Yeah. It was like a red team, which was going regular, regular time, regular speed. And then the blue team was all, they inverse. were like an hour before. No, they were all at the same time, but they were inversed. So they it was were, 10 minutes. Remember it was like a 10 minutes. Didn't they say minutes. something about like, I remember like one, in, the team, blue team started at one, two, three, four. The red team was like 10 minutes to 9 minutes 59 seconds. Yeah, because remember in the, pres- like the presentation team, they're like, the blue team would already saw this. Yeah, so the red team had to fail. Is Their objective was literally to fail from from disrupting the bomb so the blue team could could stop it or something like that. Yeah, and either way, the thing was to get the device, kind of still at large, and there's a whole plot where the wife wants to kill him because she wants to go back to that day to where um, she lost her kid pretty much. Um Oh, we forgot about the scene. Holy shit, we forgot about a scene. What scene? Remember the scene at dinner where he's like, so you're the man, like, screwing around my wife? And I knew something about, like, slitting his throat. Oh, yeah, that and... was nasty. Yeah, he's gonna have to slit his throat and put his balls in his throat. And... Something weird. Yeah. And, and anyway. Russian shit. So there's some cool action shit going on. They had to blow up these buildings. Um, The wife goes onto the boat after she, after, like, her past self leaves, leaves with the kid. She goes on there. He doesn't know that she's technically inverted, which makes no sense. She doesn't know he's she's from the future, right? Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. It's weird because why didn't she have to wear a mask? Yeah, so we, me and Jake were having this talk. like we're Yeah, because everyone <laughs> has to wear a mask in that timeline. And I was thinking maybe because that was her timeline or something where she was from like two timelines separate because they had to save her. And maybe that did – I don't know. I'm maybe not going to try to that timeline this. that that past became her future. <laughs> I'm trying to, oh, like, fucking shit. Anyway, put Endgame into this. <laughs> God damn it, that would be way too confusing. Endgame's concept of time and theirs, Chris Nolan would shit himself. So, all in all, the bad guy's about to win, and he, like, tells his henchman to kill um, John David Washington. And yeah, then Washington is almost Someone die. takes a bullet for him. We don't know who, but this this random body, remember, just, like, takes a bullet. This guy is inverted. He randomly pops up. Yeah, we're like, what the fuck? And the door opens, like, oh, shit, it's, that made it a lot easier. Yeah, and then Pattinson's like, hey... I said, fuck my team. I'm going to help you out now. Yeah, so then apparently he switched teams at the end, and, and that was actually him that died. 
and Pattinson was actually from the future. And, and he said that this is the end of our friendship, but for you, it's going to be the beginning of our beautiful friendship. And me and Austin are like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then after that, the uh, the lady, she double-crossed him. She knew he would get killed, or she thought he would get killed. She gets shot in the face. That was badass. She's like, I'm the protagonist, bitch. <laughs> That's not what he said, but that was pretty much the, the gist of what he said, and then just shot her in the fucking head. And then after that, awesome. you have us in the theater or if i'm confused you have austin's sister who's sleeping she's i don't know how you sleep that was oh i didn't get to that the sound so an hour into the movie or about an hour into the movie so at that point we had an hour and a half left i had a piss and i didn't leave i held my piss for an hour and a half because i thought to myself i'm gonna walk over five minutes walk back and just be mind fucked if you weren't mind fucked already Uh, yeah I, i was already trying to not draw my attention away from it. I was looking at every little thing I possibly can to see what the fuck was going on. So I want to clarify that this review, it definitely wasn't the best review. But don't blame us have two back Israeli, Listen, but we loved it. This is Christopher Nolan's fault, okay? Mm. You made it too confusing. But it was this movie was really good. The way we're talking about it, you might think we think this was shit. It was not shit. This yeah, movie no, we're was not shitting fantastic. on it. We're trying to like digest it because we don't yes. we're I love that I don't know what the fuck happened. I love it. It's, it's like shit. That that's was awesome. so weird that we like a movie and we don't know what happened. That's yeah. what I love about his movies. This movie was fantastic. We totally, totally recommend it. If this, if you thought this review was negative, you, we're just not great at this. Okay, we're still new to this, and you should totally go see this movie. It's great. It's totally. And then worth let's it. see your review of the movie. Yeah, honestly, let us know what we got wrong and what we missed. DM which us is on Instagram. Eighty-five percent. Flicks underscore chips and underscore and underscore chips. <laughs> um. So <laughs> after that, we're so right now. Let's just get a quick word from. Our super sexy sponsors. Oh, yes. And we're back. I hope you guys enjoyed that um, sponsorship segment. As I heard the two did. guys who do it. I heard they're really cool guys who... Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, obviously. Obviously, they are. All right. I heard the platform they're using, they're using is even better. Yes, I heard that, too. I heard that. Anchor's, like, the best, man. It's the best. Fucking way better than SoundCloud. Yeah, well, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to some movie shit, dude. Yes, so after we're mm-hmm. done with, with whatever the hell you want to call our review of Tenet, um, we are now here to talk about some relevant stuff. So Scream 5, yes. which has been in the works for a long time, has now been given a release date. Yep, the release date is, as of now, as of now. January 14th, 2022, and it's from the directors of ready or not which is another great it's, film go check that out yes it is a great film it's very fun and so scream the scream franchise i'm i'm a little i'm a little iffy on why they wanted to continue it and not reboot it i thought that was an interesting choice because <clears throat> i feel like they've they've kind of been there done that with the scream franchise but they they want to go back yeah and like i said i was planning to see in the car ride home i remember you talking about it too Scream is a cliche, but like in a really, really good way. It kind of takes like all well, those started the cliches. cliche, right? I mean, it basically started. It, it pretty much made fun of them, saying like oh, everything's the same, and they beat the cliche by making it very unique. But I feel like in a digital age, which Scream Five, imagine like Scream stalking people through like tree cams and like ring doorbells. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, and so we got some returning cast members like David Arquette and Courtney Cox, which is exciting. That's, oh, I'm very excited to yeah. see Courtney Cox back in the Scream universe. And David Arquette, and favorite of the show, oh yes, Jack Quaid, who plays Huey, Huey. <laughs> <laughs> on The Boys. Friday, we're T minus T minus three days. Remember from the boys, man. Remember how pissed we were like, fuck, we have to wait three months for this shit. It's literally this week. It's this week. It's Friday. <laughs> All right, but so Jack Quaid is is supposed to be. One of the stars of Scream. What if he's Ghostface? I wouldn't, All right. I wouldn't be mad. Prediction right now. There's a shot in the dark. I did it with Knives Out and it worked. I think he's Ghostface. There's a different shot in the dark because Knives Out was was a much different shot in the dark. Is there not, well, no, with that, I predicted pretty much I predicted who the murderer yes, was. That, I feel like that one was an easier shot in the dark than this one's going to be. <clears throat> if you get this one, that'll be a little worse. It would be. That's why I'm just going to say I'm probably totally wrong. What if it's Nev Campbell? Because she hasn't said to return yeah, yet. That's true. I mean, there, there. It could be. What if, what if it's fucking Courtney Cox for some damn reason? <clears throat> like, anyway, man. Either way, we're excited for Scream Five. Oh, totally excited for Scream Five. The Scream franchise is is awesome. It's got a lot of lot of horror fans. A lot of people close to our age grew up with with Scream, and that was their like you know Halloween. Well, or we only grew up with Scream 
four because that came out in 2011. The other three well, I'm streams saying, yeah, came out in but they came out early late like, 90s, early two. Like, yes, I think Stream Three actually came out in 2000. Oh wow, okay, but yeah, so I'm I'm all, I'm really excited for this coming. You know, maybe they'll just bring Drew Barrymore back and just kill her again because why not? You know, yeah, bring back everyone. They're bringing back everyone else. Let's get Doofy from uh. For fucking, what was that? Scary, I love scary, scary movie, movie one. Yeah. I love that. Smell my fingers. Ew, what's that? My ass. <laughs> Doofy reminds me of you, Jake. Oh, really? Doofy reminds me. <laughs> All I right. know some shit that you do at your vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh, this is a scary movie. What a, what a movie. All right, so Scream 5 is coming. There's not much more to say, but we don't know really anything else. We don't know anything story-wise, but... You were in Scary Movie 1. You were the fat bitch who got caught in the garage door and she died. Oh, yeah. What's that, Jake? That was you, you, yeah. Oh, that was me. You were in The Elephant Man. <laughs> you were, you, you were The Elephant Man. All right, so... So after... <laughs> I'm sure you were in... Weren't you in A New Hope? Were you in fucking Job of the Hutt, Jake? Am I, am I mistaken? Um, that wasn't A New Hope, you oh, dumb was bitch. Empire, you fuck. That wasn't even... Em- I don't know what the fuck I'm it was. <laughs> Oh, now, you got such an easy Star Wars question. Thanks. That was a commercial for Tenet. <laughs> Even we got the commercials, we're so confused. <laughs> I don't even remember that. They just had a millimeter camera it was shot on. Like, people, like, like there's half a percent of people who care what camera Tenet was shot on. Oh, it's not going <laughs> to, whatever, whatever. Scream 5. All right, yeah, Scream 5 looks awesome. So, now we're going to go to our final debate. And this one's, this one's a doozy. This one's a doozy, Jake. This is one we've been holding off for a while because we knew it would be a long-ass conversation. Yeah, this is this is a big one. So, what would you rather a what, – what would gather a greater audience reaction? Tobey Maguire, the, the OG, the OG, returning oh, yes. Yes, yes. as the web slinger, as Spider-Man, and Sam Raimi's Doctor Strange to the Multiverse of Madness. Or would it be a louder pop if Robert Downey Jr. himself returned – as Iron Man, five years down the line, in just some random Marvel movie, doesn't have to be Avengers. It could just be like, I don't know, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> is that is that going to be Hulu, Fox, or is that going to be like an actual like release movie? No, it's going to be it's going to be a serious MC, it's going to be MCU movie. Okay, I was wondering, I was wondering yeah. what it was going to be released on. I didn't know if it's going to be like the Runaways on like. Oh, um, no, no, no. Anyway, well, when I was looking over, I was editing some old footage because, like I said, I haven't looked at it. We've just been doing so much other shit. And we mentioned that Marvel has a habit of bringing people back from the dead. Like, you hope, like, yeah. you think they're dead, and they're not dead. Constantly. I feel good like Iron Man, they should leave him dead. I'm on the Toby side for this one. Mm-hmm. And just considering the applause that J. John Jameson got for his oh, five appearance. That was great. P- Toby would probably, you're going to punch me for saying this. I let me go. Let me go get like the gun ready because you're gonna like fucking knock me out. I feel like the audience could be extremely close to Thor's entrance and Infinity War. I think oh, wow. it could be an extremely close reaction. Well, if are enough, they have a bigger reaction than, to this than they did with Cap lifted Mjolnir? That's my question. We'll have to see. But <laughs> honestly, honestly, like I was saying, though, it's gonna be really nice to get Toby back. But unfortunately. Sure, it'll be fan service, you know, because I mentioned Doctor Strange and Spider-Man 2, which is one of the best superhero movies of all time. Yes, it is. And Raimi, you associate Spider-Man. But, unfortunately, it's not like Raimi could say, hey, I want to put him in here. He has to get approval from Sony. I feel like Kevin Feige would be like, fuck it, why not? Yeah. But Sony, it's all depending on them. And it's depending on the script, because you have to somehow inquire him to the story. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to have, to have him have a cameo, because then their their problem was, and they didn't do this for Spider Verse. They said that if there's too many Spider Men, people might get confused of who like. Yeah, no one was confused with a Spider Pig. Oh yeah, Spider Ham. Yeah, <laughs> Spider Ham. That's what it was. But I feel like with this, honestly, if you really think, it about would definitely it, get a big pop. Doctor Strange, Madness in the Multiverse. Now, I've probably mentioned my multiverse theory before that some of this shit's going to happen in Spider-Man where he's going to have to go, like, go to like a different multiverse and try to fix the shit that's going on on the standard Earth where that's like where all the MCU took place. But I feel like you would definitely get a bigger reaction to just Toby just because – think about the people who see MCU movies. You have obviously younger kids, but – It's a kids, pretty big demographic. People our age yeah. now. You have people our age and then you have – I guess older people, let's say, 
in her 20s. Now, when we were we were really, really young when Spider-Man came out, mm-hmm. it was 2002. But that's where we were really introduced. That was that's like when that we were movie. introduced. So, like, the kid, so, like, kids back then who were, like, let's say 10 or 11 when they would remember sitting in that theater, if you get them, let's say they're in their 20s now, getting closer to their 30s with possibly their kids... And just between, like, you know what I'm trying to say with the demographic? Yes, yes. It, it, it would has just be yeah. an extremely, not only a huge, huge surprise, but I feel that it would just be an amazing <clears throat> reaction. But I really hope they could inquire him to the story. Now, with Iron Man, though, like I said, people will be, they'll be happy, they'll be impressed, but people would also be like, well, shit, Marvel did it again with the fake deaths. And he had a good send-off, too. He sacrificed himself. Yes. So I see what you're saying with with Toby. I would love to see Toby come back. Like, oh, anybody would. Like that'd be that'd be that'd be awesome. But which would I like to happen more? Toby, which would, in my opinion, would get a bigger pop. I think Iron Man. Now, hear me out here. Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man is the most bankable, most quotable, most likable superhero. Yeah. Probably ever. I don't. I really doubt that's a, that's really a competition. I mean, I don't really know what else goes up against that. I mean, you think you think superheroes? You think, oh, Tony Stark, Iron Man, like that's 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 cinematic superhero right there. And the only problem with Spider Man is, like, which which I think Iron Man would have bigger pop is because Robert Downey Jr. is the only actor to ever play Iron Man on the big screen. There's never been another Iron Man on the big screen. There has been three versions of Spider Man on the big screen, and there's been animated Spider Man on the big screen. So, seeing Toby be like, oh, like you said, like. Small, maybe younger kids who grew up with Iron Man and everything who are still into this MCU stuff. They might not get it as much as They might us. not get it as much. But everyone in an MCU movie knows Iron Man. So if they're walking into, I don't know, let's just say it's Black Widow 2 or something. I don't know, some random movie. And he just shows up and it's set in the past and he, they're not back from the dead. It's just hypothetical. Everyone oh, in that so they're doing like, Black Widow because that, yeah. that is confirmed. I mean, he's on the cast list. Yeah, but so like, let's just say that happens. People will erupts at at Robert Downey Jr. getting back on screen. I mean, he's beloved by fans. There was legitimate tears when he died in Endgame. Just the way he died, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's Iron Man. He's everyone. Everyone loves Iron Man. Like Tobey Maguire would be would be awesome to see. But but you, you when you think of Spider Man, not everyone thinks about Tobey Maguire. When you think about Iron Man, everyone thinks about Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, honestly though, with Toby, it's just nice to see like his story arc finished iron man you saw his story arc finished. i don't think they're gonna finish an arc if they were to bring toby back into it well not even i don't even want a full movie you mean like, like ex- what happened i just want to know what happened to him after spider-man 3 because theoretically spider-man 3 came out 2007 10 years later what happened to him in those 10 years did he go out being spider-man like that's yeah well they wouldn't i just want to know like, be in another some movie. closure to his story kind of like oh this is what happened you know Kind of like that, because it just abruptly ended, and there was plans to make more, but Iron Man already had his story arc completed, and I just want to see, like, Toby's story arc completed. I don't even need to be a main part of the MCU, just like a brief 10-minute cameo. Oh, yeah, I, I totally, I, I would rather see Toby in a movie, but the question is about audience reactions, and I just think that the audience would just blow up if they saw Robert Downey Jr. come back. I mean, they blew up when... It wasn't even, uh, I forget the actor's name, wasn't even the right actor reprising Red Skull, and the audience blew up. I mean, if, if Robert Downey Jr. shows back up, I think people don't care about it anymore. They'd be like, I don't care if, if they just said he's invincible, he's Jesus Christ himself, and he's not dead, and he's just back. But again, look at JJ's reaction. He had a pretty strong reaction, depending on how your theater was. Yeah, exactly. People were, it was like a mix of laughing and clapping. They were happy to see him back. Exactly. But then again, all those we mentioned this before in one of the other previous episodes. No one knew who he was except for the mm-hmm. OGs. We called exactly. Them. That's the point with Toby too. But then again, if that happens, like let's say like those kids who were when I when first Spider Man came out, they now have kids. They saw the new Spider Man with their kids. They're like, oh, mom, dad, who's that guy? Oh, that's the real shit right there. And then, <laughs> and then you introduce a whole another generation to like that's these true. classic films that we grew up on. And I know it's. Really weird to call them classic. I consider them classics, too. We yeah, they grew, basically are. Those pretty much set the standard for superhero comic. Yes, they movie, did. Book movies. I mean, that's in the true. 2000s. You well, had, I would I would say X Men did. X Men did first because that came out in 2000. Yes. This came out in 2002, but but this really raised the bar. This really it raised the bar. Yeah, so it made it. It made people like see like wow, like comic movies can be movies. And in Spider Man Two, that's 
That's one of the best comic movies ever made. One of the greatest ones ever made because it goes to a side. I mean, not to get too off topic, but it shows you another side of superhero movies that you don't see. But the whole, my whole point is, hopefully that J.K. Simmons cameo it introduces a whole other generation to Spider-Man. So then maybe when they see it, the kids will be like, "Oh shit, that's Toby," and he's in his forties. Yeah, he's young enough to definitely do it. And unfortunately, the last thing he did, I think, was like the Boss Baby. Oof, we don't talk about the boss baby. I mean, I didn't see. It. I mean, I know you're a huge fan. You have a post up in your I room. I do. I do. I have Alec Baldwin sign it for me too. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But any, any, anyway. All right. So, what do you guys think? I mean, these are two titans of the comic book industry, and I, I, we're we're honestly picking like between two. These are two W's. Either way, you know, either one comes back. We're either gonna, way, we're definitely happy. happy. So, let us know what you guys think. I know I'm right, so you can agree with me. And but I know so. Austin is a big fat fuck, and he's in a tie of a heart attack for eating all these cheeseburgers. Don't fucking make me fucking rip off your titties, Jake. Please, all right, someone. He's, I don't have my own house. He traps me in this house. This all is right, why we can so. never do a Comic-Con appearance, because I'm like a basement dweller. Yeah, Comic-Con called us last week. They want us. Um, he's going to put me in a cage, and I have like a fucking like leash on me. It will put the lotion on its skin. All right, so this will so wrap up. This episode, this installment of Flicks and Chips. We hope you guys will come back for the next episode. Until then, see you next time.